This is Tully Dio and Madman Matt sitting next to me per huge. And we are the hosts of the Tully Dio Show. I thought I was always a good wingman. I wake up when uh, my eyes open. Because you know rock and roll stays up late. It's like if you're drinking the big beers, then I think there should be a certain level of cheer that you get from that. So like Walt's drinking the big beers, you should feel more cheerful. Unless you're a sad drunk and no one likes that. Yeah, no one wants that. Los Angeles, we're pumping it out to the people, you know? It's the hot stuff. This is where, this place is boiling with, with, you know what I mean? Everybody wants something new in LA. And it is time for some new rock and roll. It is so time. PTDS. Outlaws of Rock are here. Yeah. Adjusting, get into the seat proper. Like, I strap myself in like Maverick. Oh, did you, did you see the movie? Did no. You see it? No. No. And I have an unpopular opinion. I didn't like the first movie. So <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, and Britton was telling me that he saw it in Texas. He lives in Texas. He saw it in Texas and he had they had those like rumble seats and all that. Oh, yeah, I've, I've done that. OK, I'd, I'd see it like that. that. Yeah, I'd see it like that. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, That's 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 part amusement park ride, part movie experience. I'm all in. Yeah, the, the Batman to just great. sit here yeah. to just sit here yeah. and watch. It, I'm not in. No, it doesn't do it for me. No, no, no. Especially a movie like that. I remember the the original. And how everybody wanted to be in the Air Force after that. And I'm like, that sounds like that worked out just the way it was supposed to for the Air Force. <laughs> yeah. It literally was recruit, uh, like recruitment. That's what this is too, pretty much. But I mean, yeah. it, it was the only thing I liked about it. And I didn't, like I said, I just didn't really like the movie. But I loved the fighting scenes. The oh, movie. sure. I mean, it's about an assorted, you know, insubordinate, you know, yeah. pilot, like bad pilot dangerous man i did like Iceman a lot Iceman was cool period i don't know we're supposed to hate him <laughs> i couldn't yeah i couldn't hate him i couldn't oh. hate him but i'd already seen him in uh uh come on dude not weird science what was the one real genius that's right i just saw that movie recently holy oh, shit he's, he's so cool. good i love that guy he's absolutely amazing as a comedy performer Yes, yeah, dude. He was the funniest. You ever see that? Uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang with yup. I mean, god damn it, was that hilarious? What the fuck was he so funny in that? That was one that people always talk about as like their favorite underrated movies, yes. But therefore, yeah. isn't it kind of a popular movie just because every, it's on everybody's list? Is there under, but it was it didn't do well, if I remember correctly, that, when it came yeah. out. I was one of five people in the movie theater. <laughs> I didn't see it in the movie theater, so I would, can't even say I was on board with it. No, I get you. Because no I one did watch it right when it came out because I was like, all right, two actors that I think are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I gotta. And they're from that era, that 80s era, 85. I don't Big know. time. Yeah. I think the first movie Val Kilmer was in was um, Top Secret. Top Secret. Jesus Christ. You're bringing out the fucking Zuckerberg or <laughs> Zuckerman. Hidden gems, Zucker, yeah, that's right. Zucker was it? What was their name? The they were like two brothers, right. and they did all those, all the yeah. all the like naked the guns and airplane kind of scandalous, funny, fun movies. Yeah, right. They were a, they were absolutely 
silly. Yeah, you know, slap hat, slap slapstick, right? Yeah, and yeah. like slapstick, and like and like um, like visually, like just the uh, absolute um, not insanity. Like it was just in, it was they were just so out there. Like yeah. you didn't see what so it's like cartoonish almost outlandish kind of weird. Yes. Yeah. Yes, way on the outside, but they did them and they were always popular and then they go out of style. Then they come back. Totally. So we should be seeing one of those sometime soon. I mean, look at scary movie made an empire off that whole idea. You know, I know, I know. Oh. And those were freaking hilarious. At least the few that I saw, I think I saw two or three of them. Yeah. I think the, First three, that was it. Because then yeah. they got really weird. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. There's only so far you can go. It's episode 330. Damn. Uh, we're starting the set list off with Texas Radio Ghost and then Dan Bradley with Hold My Hand right now. TTDS.
Dan Bradley, hold my hand, Texas Radio Ghost. It's a chill show at the start here. Yeah, start man. Just talk about movies, talking about some good times. And the music. And the music is reflective of these happy summer conversations. <laughs> yeah. The sun does make you slow down. You totally. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I feel way slower. You think you wouldn't because in the winter, you know, you'd be freezing. But it's almost like it makes you like want to move around more. The heat just drains you. Yeah, it sucks your energy, man. And then you can't do much. And then you're just sweating and then you have to hydrate and stay healthy. You know, I know. I know. It's extra effort, extra mm-hmm. effort months, you know, and keep your air conditioners down. Because if there's a brownout, that means none of us have air conditioning. That's right. I don't say I'm not going to sit here and preach. I'm not going to stand on a soapbox. What I'm going to say is the selfish move. And the real selfish move isn't using your AC. You got to think bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would really suck for you? Not having it at 68 you know, or uh, whatever, 70 during the day or not having it at all. <laughs> so if you're truly a selfish person, that should be a more appealing option to you. Absolutely. You're like, well, I don't want it. None. No. I want some at least. You need something, man. Yeah. Take that son of a bitch up. They say to keep it at 78 is the perfect temperature. In the, I looked it all up because I'm, I need there. It's, it's hot. Yeah, here. I need it too, man. It's I borderline could, deathly. You could die hot. I lose my mind. If Me I'm too. Hot. Yeah. You no, know, we both. So 78 is the daytime setting. Really? 70? I thought we thought it was 73. 78 in the oh, daytime. And the, the funny part is. You're going to think in your head that's way too hot. Yeah. It's not. It's super comfortable. That's what I always have it set on over here. Get out of here. Yeah. And I, you keep the fans on. You've got the ceiling fans. This yeah. is a very interesting rock and roll conversation, but it's true. Because I looked all this up because I was, I'm trying to be a responsible Californian. Yeah. You're going to tell me that Pantera wasn't on the fucking tour bus going, man, is it hot in here? Where's the fans? Yeah. No, that was a conversation, especially when they're tooting. That whiskey farts and just, you know, eating McDonald's. They need that. That was the name of one of their albums. <laughs> whiskey farts and McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. And Mickey D's. Mickey D's. It wasn't very popular. <laughs> Michael Forday's Paper Skin, The North Rocks. You got to let it happen right now.
her skin She broke her golden bones when the fever set in Calling all kills like fighters on the wing Rescue your daughter from this hurting thing Walk alone, walk alone, walk again If you fall, gotta get up rocks you gotta let it happen michael four days paper skin we're up to big jim's wild card oh you did it this week um ah, it's a band called days they're with the old uh, our buddies our buddy 
over at Quick Fix Recording. Oh, yeah. One of those guys. Yep. Lee, yeah. great dude. Great dude. We got to have him co-host. Get Maybe Lee on here to co-host. Bring him on, yeah. Yeah, he's What's pretty great. Right so anyway, he's got a bunch of pretty sweet bands under his uh, label, his umbrella. And yeah. This is one of them. Days Misunderstanding You. It's Big Jim's Wild Card. For us.
days misunderstanding you. Big Jim's wild card. And now we're up to tracks from previous shows that are still new to you, even though they're old to us, which is just fine. Yeah. You know, Wonder Wolf Synthetic, Heart Sick Shadow, then Fuzzlib. Fuzzlib? That's not a band. Fuzzlip <laughs> is, though, better than the devil right now. Outlaws of Rock, playing them. We're playing them.
Destiny and Sound Man Kills trapped inside of me right now. That's the end of the show. We'll be back to say goodbye after these tracks.
Sound man kills trapped inside of me. Swim the current, know your destiny. And that's the end of the set list. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we're going to do more stuff. This is the start of the show. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. We'll be right back after these, this here commercial message. Yo, rock and roll, dude. What do you got there, man? You got some fucking, what do you got? I got some Jackson Springs water. Okay. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah, for hangovers. So wait, what are you talking about? You can drink this after you're hungover. It'll help make it go away. It are, hydrates you. Are you fucking kidding me? No, it's a science fact. What? Science factual. Check it out. It Look helps it you? Look it up, yeah. So it helps you drink more booze. Yeah, it's a cure for hangovers. Water. Water, check it out, Jackson Springs, it's the best. Hey dude, where's my brims hat? I really like their hats. Sure, you haven't seen it? All right, cool. Thanks, bro. It's time for Tully Speaks. Tully Speaks. So, I'm going to hear you're going to, it isn't ever me speaking, it's us. But you're, you're initiating that. I am initiating it. I'm initiating a conversation. That's right. Cheer and you. This one, everybody's going to want to talk about this one. Yeah. And I've noticed, I've just noticed Yeah. that online reviewing cannot be, it does not work. And it cannot be listened to. It can't be trusted. It is not a source for anything. And okay. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm all in. Let's do this. Okay, so first of all, what what my point of this whole thing is, I miss, or from now on, I am only going to listen to, like, let's say I want to buy a new pair of headphones. Sure. Right? I'm going to go to, like, some sort of consumer reports style website or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a CNET.com. Find out from them. Sure. What their favorite what the best tested ones were and everything. Definitely. If I'm going to watch a movie, if I want a movie review, I'm going to go to the different newspapers, movie reviewers, not just what regular people say. And here's why, because they don't write it. They don't write it from the actual, they let things cloud their perspective. Definitely. So, my example of this, and I got to get my phone because I want to read it. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, let's get this. Let's get this. A going. lot of times I've noticed that like with, let's say I'm just using headphones because I just got a pair and that's what I was looking up. They'll write, give it like a one star review because their ears were too big to fit. <laughs> yeah. It's not really the product's fault. And it doesn't deserve, like, how did they sound? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very... All right, let me find one here. What user, I was going to read. They call it user error. 
That's what. Yeah. So this is this is off of a thing of headphones. Yeah. And one of this was just somebody wrote. Hold on, let me. Yeah, let's hydrate. So <clears throat> this is one of the questions that someone asked about the product. Are the headphones made with any animal byproducts? Oh boy, here we go. Okay. So the answer this person wrote was like, yes, the body frame is made out of mammoth ivory for the best longevity life of the product. The cushion pads are made out of small intestines from a killer whale and stuff with sheep wool for the best comfort for your ears. And the speaker cone is made out of buffalo skin, which is the best leather for the best bass and all spectrum sound quality. I highly recommend them, but just a heads up, do not, uh, just a heads up, do not buy pink ones because they're made out of the pink Panther. So that was the first review, right? right so like, I'm that. just saying like, people are just taking this and shitting all over it. Right. And I'm like, okay, well the next one would be serious. And the next sure. one was it's made of baby meat and broken dreams. <laughs> Here we go. So just like, in. I'm just saying Crazy like, blood. so it doesn't really matter how many stars they gave it. <laughs> like you really cannot just take these things at face value because it's bullshit. Like, Oh yeah. That, um, that movie miss or not movie, the, the, the Disney show miss Marvel is getting review bombed. And yeah. I read an article and, and they were saying it was because of hate, like of her ethnicity or her religion and I mean, I know there's haters out there and everything, but I tend to think it's more like a bunch of butthurt Marvel fans who wanted another Hawkeye or whatever. And they got one about a teenage girl, which doesn't, you know, they're living in their mom's basement, you know, like looking yeah. at Pornhub all day and they just not interested in that. They want some fucking action. Well, also some they, fucking totally. They did replace Brie, Brie Larson, though, right? No, no, it's a different Marvel. Oh, a completely Captain Marvel. Oh, okay, this is gotcha. Miss Marvel. See, they're that's, actually doing a movie pumped. that's coming out, and they're going to be all in it, and it's called The Marvels. Oh, cool, cool. Okay. Or a show. But that being said, so yeah. you can't look at the stars of that show, and you're like, oh, it got six out of ten. That's not legit, because no. people are just hitting one star because they wanted another uh, uh, Winter Soldier and you know, and Falcon. Oh, sure. They they didn't want to watch a show that's more for kids. Right. So like sure. the reasons aren't even, they don't even matter as much as the point that it's not accurate. That's right. And so I you actually have to talk to a person who studied journalism yes. in college, and then they decided to write reviews with it. So they're, they're looking at it from a, a no side. They're right. not hating it. They're unbiased. just saying it's an unbiased review. And that's what you said about, you know, when you go and look up uh, reviews for your headphones, it's like that guy was a, you know, he was a HTML programmer. Like he was a coder that, you know, he went to school and has a master's degree. You know what? I trust that guy. I feel like, yeah, there's good sound. This guy knows what he's talking about when there's mids like that word, right? you know, it's like, yeah. There's, uh, you know, some intense lows. There's a good bass woofer sound. Okay, cool. I know what this guy's talking about. Same as like a movie reviewer. Oh, you wrote some scripts. You have a master's degree and, uh, you know, bachelor's of science. You know, I think I trust you to review a movie. 
Well, do you remember for a while there, they were writing like, uh, you know, like 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That yep. means fucking nothing. Not anymore. Yeah. Absolutely not. Because it's now full of review bombers. That's and, right. and, and probably there's probably another end of that, which who, who are inflators. Who are just like this movie some way uh, equates to a belief that I have five stars, five stars, five stars, five, whether it's good or not. And that's bombing, you know, in positive. It is. So but, like they, they just can't, they don't work. They, no. they don't work. So <laughs> it's more of a, it's an observation, but it's also like, don't believe those anymore because yeah. just Amazon's the perfect example. When you're looking up a piece of electronics or something on Amazon, they'll give the piece of electronics one star because of the damage of the packaging, which is a lot closer than the jokey one that I showed that I read, but like, that's also not, you didn't, no. then you don't know. It's FedEx's problem. You know, yeah, you can't it, write a review it, on the piece of electronics and give it one star because I mean, you can, and you do, but that's not, it doesn't matter because should. like, you're not, it, it isn't an accurate review because you didn't plug it in and play it. You just were like, it's fucking damaged. This is bullshit. One star. Yeah. This is, and now you're just complaining to, you know, the peons like it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So use the sources that are out there. Plus you're actually, you know, clicking on sites and stuff that are like paid journalists who actually spent their career going to school to learn how to write reviews and do things the right way. And they actually studied their craft. So yeah. you're giving them a little tip of the hat rather than letting some dipshit who fucking, you know, is sitting there cupping his own farts or something. <laughs> he's writing a review and you're buying it. Yeah, it, no. it doesn't make any sense if you have no. how are you qualified to make reviews like this not. quality control not. therefore I mean, invalid yeah there's no quality control no one's nope. looking at these reviews nope you know and that's how like i was on uber eats the other day i'm sitting there like there's a place called bad motherfucking pizza mm. like, how how the fuck like, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, that's profane, right? That's hilarious. But do I trust the place called fucking pizza? No. And guess what? They're fake. And guess what? No one, you know, oh, I got 4.9 reviews. The eight people that gave that review, uh, not existent or like right. literally were the fucking chefs who were like, like yelled at to make reviews. So it's all fucking, it, it, it's all bias don't buy it yeah don't buy it because it's not it's not accurate anymore it's all propaganda dude yep everything and you're right it's like it's stay away from it stick to the experts that's all exactly exactly if they don't have a master's or like a bachelor's degree just like this show i'll tag our own fucking show in this yeah two people who know music uh i have a degree in broadcasting like like matt's a musician like oh you have a degree in broadcasting too yeah i have a certification still i mean the point is we've we've done our research we've been around the block we know this stuff we're going to give you stuff that we find because it's educated as much as it's just me getting high and listening to it on headphones it's equal parts exactly exactly i paid my dues or you can just go on spotify and find someone's playlist Nah, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Quality control, people. There needs to be. There needs to be. That's what we got to start. That's right. As a community, we're starting it. Quality control. 
Yeah, and you're right. The equivalent to me for this situation is like, I'm a, okay, no disrespect to any DJs out there. Anyone who knows how to fucking fuck around with a Serato or all the respect to you. But those motherfuckers who make a fucking drum loop and then, you know, mix it into a famous song. You're not a musician. No. You're not. That's my, that's my fucking review bomb on that. But I played more than, you know, 200 shows in my life. So, I, you know, I'm allowed to say it. I'm allowed. You it, are. Was, it was you. You are. And you it's know, like, you stage. know, the source. You got to check the source. That was Tully Speaks. Yeah. Check the source. Check I, the source. I like that. I like it. Hey, Dubs, <laughs> guess what? Trips. Hey. What? Guess what time it is. Uh, I, I think I know what time it is. Well, it's obvious. It's interview time. Yeah, Victoria's right the fuck there. I thought it was bird time. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Victoria? Victoria Dewar is here. Uh, a woman of many, many, many talents. Uh, movie star. Music star. Star star. Uh, what's going on? What's up? I, I was looking at my list. I have literally like 11 movies. One TV series, one web series, a single and an album, all either like out or coming out, something like absurd. So that's a good. triple. What's that called? The triple crown? I, I don't know, man. You got I, the three. I don't know. I think all you I need is a book. A, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. And then you'd I have it all, like I Howard know. Stern style. <laughs> He did that at one time. He died. He, he, that's why he said he was the king of media because he had like a hit, hit movie book. <laughs> you could do this. I could. I, you know, I, I want to actually publish a, uh, a compilation of a bunch of like short stories, songs, and poems um, that I have that I've written, some of which have been published here and there and little compilations of other like poetry books and 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 uh, uh, books that have been published that have had other short stories and, and whatnot in it what I, I wouldn't really call myself a co-author of that book but I but I in was it. an author of one of the stories or whatever right. but I always want kind of wanted to do my own little compilation of some short stories poems and songs and stuff like that that I've written over the past like 25 years <laughs> why not yeah let's do it man because you can self-publish now that's the yeah. thing. I it's not so difficult these days to just do it all yourself. It, yeah. it used to be so much more difficult. There was so much legwork. Now it's oh. just you figure it out online and they have something for it. You just but and everybody just wants to fucking access it digitally anyway. So you just you just put it out there, man. You just do it. <laughs> all of the, now you're saying 11 movies of the movies you've done. <laughs> and I'm sure people have asked you this, but which one was your favorite? See, and I, I was an actor. So which one was your favorite on set experience? And then what was your favorite movie that you've done? Because sometimes they can be different. You could love your performance, but you had a shit time on set. Right. I mean, these are all films that are either like out now or coming out this year. Sure. And out, out of those, um, I, I, what was my favorite experience? I don't know, man. It's hard to say because there were so many different genres. They're literally like 
two comedy feature they're like are there, there's like three comedies there's like five horror movies an action sci-fi movie like it's all like a drama in there like it's all like different stuff um it's all um I, one of the dramas called fallen i really had a really i have no idea how it's going to come out but i had a really good time on set shooting that because um as playing a drug addict um like prostitute which is one of like combination of two of like my favorite Fortes. And um and like at the while we were shooting it, the, the at, at separate times, the producer, the uh the like star, like the star, like the the central character who's like this woman, um, and the director all came up to me at separate times on set and was like, You can you can tell me, like you're here now, like we're doing it, we're shooting it, but like at the audition were you really high? And like all of them at separate times. <laughs> and I was like, no, I was like, no, I was totally stone cold sober as a fucking judge. Like, no, absolutely. And they were all like, we, cause we all had a debate going. And like at the end, like at lunch, I was like, you got, you got, you guys had, did who won, you know, in the pool of what you had going on. Cause they were like, we all had a debate going that like, after you left with the, the half the room was like that actor was that was too that was too head on like she was fucking high as fuck and the rest of them were like no man i don't think so i think that that was some just really specific hardcore like specific like she prepared and like like and i and i was just like no i you know that that's was my work like that's why i got the job right so I you think pulled the, about- you de Niroed that you de Niroed the role and they didn't know they just didn't know you were giving them the solid real deal plus it also helps to do some uh lesser research like let's say one time you took too many edibles and you have a really <laughs> weird time you just add that into your method you just put exactly. that in there into the bowl and you mix it around with all the other shit you already got you know, totally. like when we were shooting, they were using um, sugar as the as the lines of cokes. It was like three of us were like doing some lines as we were like cutting the stuff or whatever, like in the back of like the where like the drug dealer was or whatever, or like topless, of course, or whatever. We've got coke all over us and stuff like that. And we're all, you know, it's just in our hair and it's, yeah. it's fabulous. And we were losing sugar. And I would and like if you've ever snorted like a lot like of sugar, like. You know, if you drink it, you eat it or whatever. It makes you like, yeah, if you snort it, it's like that times a hundred, but like immediately. So I was like, wait, so I'm like the sugar, like, man, this really helps the performance. I was like, oh my God. And then like, after a while, I was like, holy shit, like I'm mainlining like sugar, lines of sugar, like eight hours of shooting this shit. And I was like driving home with like the shakes and stuff like that. I was like, holy fuck. Like that was, that was going a little too hardcore. And like, I was like, and they were like, maybe we we should like fake some of this no it's fine it's sugar you know it's we we i eat sugar every day or whatever but then like after like they were right maybe we should have kind of like you know hollywooded it a little bit (laughs) yeah for real for real i go balls out with i did the fake they had me they had me doing bong rips of the fake weed (laughs) in a in a movie i did uh and it burned It burned so bad. It was so much worse than weed. And I felt like you just said, like I felt, and then I felt like all lightheaded and like queasy. And I'm like, why don't you just give me some fucking weed, dude? And I'd be breezing through this whole situation and I'd be really high too. And we'd all have a good time. But instead you gave me some fucking wood chips. I don't know what that was. It's like herbs. Yeah. Why don't you just give me the weed? 
there was like there was like an herbal like they I was smoking weed one time yeah. in a movie. It was like these herbal <laughs> cigarettes or whatever, and it made me like cough more and be like <laughs> more whatever. I was like, is this on purpose? I was like, it made me like way more like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't understand. Like the substitutes are terrible. It's is funny. It's funny, but I, you know, like I, <laughs> I understand. Like we had, there was literally like piles. Like this was like a cocaine like compound. So it was like we we couldn't have the real thing of that, or we would have been. Oh yeah, right, know, right. No, in some in some instances, <laughs> however, they may have found something better than sugar to use. I'm just saying, maybe they you know, could have given I, you something that wouldn't make you also uh, to the moon. Because sugar will do that. Exactly. And I think the debate was between like baking soda or sugar. And me and the other two actresses were like, sugar, sugar, if that's the choice, do sugar. I wasn't mainlining baking soda all day. But then like, but with the sugar, I'll tell you, it did help the performance. We were all tweaked. (laughs) Of course. Of course. So that was definitely the most fun. I don't know how that performance is going to come out. Probably really Um, cool. I, 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 there was this other horror movie um that i had a a kind of really fucking crappy time on set and it was like with two kind of like stars or whatever like vernon wells from like the original mad max and like lorraine landon from um like maniac cop which was like a huge hit like like hell yeah my brother and i watched that one yeah she was like the shit back then whatever and like had the most horrible fucking time on that movie. But from what I saw from the book, and I'm playing like the monster where like you don't even recognize me. Like you'll see my name be like, oh, Victoria was in that. Oh, shit. You know, like, oh, that thing was Victoria. Like what? It could be- and they wanted it that way. They wanted yeah. it where it was like they wouldn't. Nobody would recognize me at all unless from seeing my name in the credits. And they didn't want to give me like big billing or anything like that. because they wanted it to be like, holy shit, that that thing we were looking at was victoria so uh, it was i think it came out really effectively but i had a fucking horrible time on that movie so so it's funny how like i think that'll come out really well but that was really shitty and then like the other movie was really fucking fun but i don't know like that may come out really shitty too like you never know but i had a really i know that's why i always used to when i would do stuff and i did primarily commercials when i would do stuff i would always make sure i put it into those two categories because Sometimes you'd have an absolute amazing time on set and then the the commercial wouldn't even get picked up. So you'd make right. your day rate and that's it. Right. So so what that sucked. You know? I, know, right? I I had a I had a an episode on Glee when Glee was still on the air of playing this nerdy hula hoop girl with like glasses and pigtails where it was like, I was playing like high school and I was like 36 or some shit like that with ah. the stars or whatever, the two stars. And so Leah Michelle and the other kid unfortunately killed himself and my scene was cut and it didn't end up in the episode. So of course then there's, I wasn't in it, so there was no credit or whatever, but I worked it. It was an awesome experience. It was paid and everything. And, I'm, and you know, with like TV or something like that, like you go, you shoot it, you're like, this is awesome. Then you're sitting there with your friends and family watching it and you know the script and you're like, oh shit, they got my scene. Oh, it's so we brutal. Passed it. We it already. And it's just like, it's oh brutal. shit. It's brutal. It's brutal. It is. Or like, you're watching a film where you're like, oh my God, I was in like, 
I worked on Deadpool and like there was an opening scene of like the strip club scene of me dancing and like crawling out on like because it was like a run a runway strip like uh, stage with like the pole and then that came out like on a run and was me crawling down the runway and the camera was following me and that whole thing was good. So I was oh, like that, brutal. That was, that was like a big thing. So it's like that happens. That's it just, does. It does. <laughs> yeah, two of the two of the two of the commercials that I shot were supposed to be campaigns. Uh, like man, and for like... people who don't know the the stupid lingo, it's that's like epic. Like that's like they're yeah. going to plaster you on everything. everything. And both of them did nothing. And nothing. Been, uh, yeah. yeah. You can it's just it it is. It's really like you can never that's the thing, you know, actors whenever I I Talk to people who wanted. I'm like, do not spend the check till you get the check. Because right. You don't know what it's going to be. You might be sitting there thinking, I have a campaign They're directly. The director, I mean, like the director's saying to me, right, this is a campaign. The, the right. ad people are like, this is a campaign. So if I would have went out and bought a new car, ooh, <laughs> I'd have been fucked. <laughs> you know what? That is really good advice. And also, don't go out and party so hardcore that you got an audition. I've made yes. that mistake where I've gotten like a huge <clears throat> audition for this huge fucking like studio fucking film. It's like, like a big part or whatever. And I was like so fucking excited that I got that audition. I went out and partied so hardcore that I was so fucking hungover the next day that I was literally like throwing up, trying to get in the car and call the casting director, missed the audition. Oh. <laughs> were so graciously called me back in to come in for my first call for the callback because they really wanted to see me but i was like but looking back at that i'm like man what a fucking it like celebrate like that app then the, the day the moment after you leave the absolutely you celebrate before <clears throat> you get in the room you fucking idiots so i know done- i know and it's a tough one because like <laughs> you as an as a as a performer a musician yeah. an actor a painter it's so um, it's such an uh, amazing feeling when you book something because you're an actor. Your talents as an actor, uh, you know, actor, actress, as an actor, uh, gets you the part. You beat right. all those other people. You're that good at it. So, like, right. you're just like, fuck, yes. Like, yes. you're so <laughs> stoked. And you know you're going to get money for it. And you know that like people who not not haters or anything, but people who are like, ah, no, she's never going to make it. He's never going to do anything. <laughs> and you're on there and you're like, see, motherfuckers right there. Like all that shit. Totally. I, there's another there's another comedy that's coming out sometime this year. I don't know a release date. It's called The Push. And I'm really excited because there's a an actor named Johnny Williams from Goodfellas. God rest um, Ray Liotta, who just passed I away. I couldn't believe that. So young. Either. Um, one of my favorite films and um, the film's called The Push and Johnny Williams is in it from from um, Goodfellas. He plays with the gangsters in, in Goodfellas in Ray Liotta's group and um, Teresa Ganzel, who plays um, one of the main characters in, in Despicable Me 3, oh. like that the huge like uh, with the minions and everything. Yeah, that like huge animated movie. And I'm so and I'm excited about this one because I play this like total hot mess alcoholic like total like mess like falling down drunk kind of like mess and it was so much fun to play on set because like I just stayed in that the whole fucking time and like the director like was giving me like no notes like no direction whatsoever like 
but like where I at one point I had to like go up to him and be like, say something to me, like respond to what I'm doing, <laughs> you know? And he's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just enjoying this so oh, much. Good. I have nothing like say whatever. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that coming out because at that audition, actually, I it was like a video audition where the callback was an in-person yeah. when there were in-person auditions. Now everything's like 99% video audition submission and the callbacks are all via zoom oh, no and um, I can't believe which is crazy. It. Right. there's no like no callback audition i mean if there's a callback if there's an in-person audition anymore and even for commercials um it's it's very 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 rare that it'll be an in-person uh audition and it'll be like a, a second or third callback for for some reason they want to meet you like physically in the room otherwise all the other callbacks even rehearsals for me have been zoom like everything wow. is done. But um, but this was one of this last, but this was like go in and do like it's the exact same scenes. So you just go in and do the exact same fucking thing that you did in the video edition. I was like, all right. So I brought the props. Like there was like a cigarette, and a cell phone, and like a shot glass that I, I grab off a table and I do a shot. So I brought some water and a shot glass and I brought a cigarette and I had my cell phone off or whatever to use completely in character and did the whole thing. And they, like, they didn't say anything. Like, they were all like laughing. And then they were like, thank you, Victoria. And then I was like, well, at least they laughed or whatever. Like they were all like laughing. So that was whatever. And I like, didn't hear anything. Asian I had to figure out who the fuck they or whatever and like i find out that they did for financing or whatever boom sure and like one of the financiers wanted someone who was younger in the role and the director was like i will walk from this whole thing because this actress is it because at the audition every other chick that walked in to audition for the role he was giving them direction to do the part the way i did it and he said after about like six girls that came in after you me and the cast director looked at each other and were like what are we doing what, why are we telling these other people giving the direction of these choices that this other actor made? Like, obviously, we know who we're going to pick. And then one of the big money guys was like, you know, I want some, I want some, you know, eight, 18, 19 year old, you right, know, right. Walk, whatever. <clears throat> but I want this. And they were like, we'll walk. And he's, he walked, he did. He took his whole production and went and got a whole bunch of other guys, a whole bunch of other fighters. He's like, that's why it took so long. We didn't want to reach out to you. So we had an offer with like a contract with actual money and like dates where we were actually shooting this. And I was like, thank you. I do appreciate that. So I hate it when people reach out like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then yeah. like five years later, we're like, oh, now we're ready. You know, and you're like, wait a minute, what? Who? You know, so um, yeah, I'm really interesting how that film came out because then the whole time when after he cast me, he just sat back and just enjoyed my performance the whole fucking time on set and sent me some great like footage or whatever. And I was like, man, I can't wait to see how this, this, and like, I didn't, I didn't, I missed the premieres, had like a conflict or whatever. So I didn't get to see it on the big screen. So I can't wait till it comes out because it was one of those films where like, they, like it went from go being like, I nailed that motherfucker to like, man, who got that part? To like the director just sitting there enjoying me, watching me work for like all, like every production day I had. So. That's like every actor's dream is that the, <laughs> that the director's not talking for that reason. Yeah. It's not just that like, he's not talking and then going to stand up and be like, that was absolutely nothing like what I wanted you to do. I know you're fired, right? <laughs> I'm recasting. That's usually, I mean, come choice. on. That's awesome. 
So I'm really looking forward to that one too. <laughs> now the music. Oh my God. My fifth studio album, Righteous Cunt. What did you do? Wait, what did you just send me? Um, my Mama Carolina is was the second single off this new album. I think you already played the first one called Hypnotize. Like uh, I did. I did. I did. I did. So this is the second one, My Mama Carolina, which is like a pop hip hop song. Do you want and us to play it? Do you want us to play it after this interview or do you want me to play it next week? Whenever you want, man. Whatever you think is best. It's your show. Whenever You're you want. Oh, really? I, I mean, maybe if you could get it on, you know, around after the interview, that might be cool. OK, that might be cool if you could fit it in. But if it Triple can do it, trips can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Man can do it. He, there he is. Look at him. Hey. He already knows he can do it. He already did it. <laughs> done. He already did it. It's, it's done. Bah, done. <laughs> All right. Anyway. OK, so I don't even need to write it down. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's the story behind this track? Um, this track is written for, I would say, uh, I would hope that all of us have angels like in our lives, maybe around us in other dimensions, but then there are some amongst us here on earth. Sure. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to meet one and I feel I have one in my life. And this song is about that person. So, um, it's straight up from the heart. I tried to do some interesting, different things with the vocal octave. Um, I'm, I'm so thrilled that my, uh, most favorite artist, uh, Derek Wojtavitz, AKA Mojo Kim Wojo is co-producing yeah. and also co-engineering this, this, uh, this, um, whole album with me. And I'm so thrilled because he's all, also appearing vocally, partially rapping and partially singing on almost all the tracks. Um, and he has such a beautiful singing voice. Like, I love his tone when he raps and his sound and his tone and everything. It's yeah, he's great, head. great, great flow. Real smooth. He, he's just beautiful. So, like, I know, like, that, but his, and his singing voice is just, uh, like, his singing voice so blows away, is so much better than any of the pop voices of Shawn Mendes, or Justin Bieber, the Jonas Brothers, or any of those kids out there today. Mojo King Wojo's singing voice is beautiful. He can do it all. So, this album is really going to have that Detroit flavor on it, which I love. Me too. Um, and just having him on there vocally and multiple styles. Um, so co-writing with me and co-producing, co-engineering the whole whole album because I've been doing some uh, some mixing and stuff of my own. So um, I just love working with Derek. He's amazing. And so I'm really thrilled. We're looking at like a fall um, release. It's only like a nine track album. Only I was thinking vacillating between nine or 10, but you know, if you're vacillating on a track, you're like, let me just put that aside. Could yeah. be a single, could be something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I have nine that just like flow like so perfectly. That's what you it, do then. Yeah. It's just come and it's a combination of like six different genres. So there's a little something for everyone on there almost. And, um, and, and it has like a, a whole new sound kind of for me that I'm playing with and just uh, doing a lot of things, you know, crazy with some vocal layers and, and different things vocally, like, like everything from doing like some classical, like vocals on there to, to some more rap and, and, um, and some, and some fun, like pop hip hop sounds and some little old school R and B on there. I've got a acapella track. That's just all vocals and different styles, multi-layered with some bass, which is kind of like a, a, a pop acapella hip hop kind of song. So I'm really, I'm really experiencing experimenting with mixing some different genres and just working with Derek is always amazing. I love him. So the, yeah, he's awesome. So the track, the track is uh, about an angel. 
Yes. Now, I know you have a cat. I do. Right. What's the cat's name? Tiger. Tiger Jesus Star Damar. But actually, this song is not about um, my kitty who is who is. No, no, no. Not about the cat. I have. a No, it's going to lead into something. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> cats supposedly are creatures of the angelic realm. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, yep. I do. I think I, they're doing something. I don't know. Either they're controlled by aliens. I don't know. But they're weird. Does your cat see this the angel that the song is yes. about? I just yes, went all the way around the block to get to my point. Sometimes you got to get in the car with me. We take it all the way around. <laughs> then we're there. Is, he totally does. I do. I do have an angel that's a, a spirit in another dimension that is with me um, that my kitty has definitely seen. But I also believe my kitty is definitely an angel. And I've written multiple songs about him. There's two tracks on my album that's out now called fuck you that are, are two songs written about tiger and there is a track called buttercup on uh my my new upcoming album righteous cunt that was actually about tiger so but burst and um ain't got nothing off of fuck you were both written for tiger <laughs> i was wondering because sometimes puma does some really weird shit and i know they're cats and i never know if it's like they're sensitive to like just actual electricity. Maybe that's going through the power lines. Maybe that yeah. makes them weird, but she yeah. like goes in the extra room and like just starts having conversations and playing with some, some like she plays with me. It's really, yeah. really trippy. There's definitely spirits have been confirmed that there are definitely spirits in and around my neighborhood and around my building. Cause I live up by the Hollywood sign. So there's a lot of like dead spirits and unrest spirits. Sure. Sure. Up here, um, there are some people that have died in this building. It's only like 20 units, really tiny uh, building um, uh, that I live in. And so, uh, you know, people could get in here and stay in here like forever. And an older man had passed away in, in his uh, apartment, in his bed, in the building that I live in. And some say that they've um, had experiences in the unit where he lived and, and other people have had a, different experiences with lights and doors and stuff like that in, in the, on the property. So. <laughs> it's all real, man. Oh, it's absolutely. all, you can ignore it as much as you want, but when that shit's happening, it's like, you know, that it's real when, and you could be, everybody should be skeptical of everything, but you know, it's real when like <laughs> you like are like, Oh, that door just closed. And then in right. your head, you're like, wind and there's like right. no wind but then you just walk away like it didn't happen wind oh dismissed no dude no no, no there's no wind in here bro you just dismissed yeah. it you didn't prove yes. that it wasn't didn't happen it happened totally. totally and also like i believe that there are angels like in human beings like that are amongst us as well like uh, mom my mama carolina is actually about an angel in my life that's actually in a human being, but that I believe is an angelic person just because of like who they are and what they say. And like their whole, like the way you feel around them, or whatever, you're like this person's different. man. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Uh, I, yeah. It's where you're like, like, uh, uh, like I'll be, uh, this person's um female in gender as a human being. And, but I don't, I mean, I, and what are the energy or the spirit or whatever could I don't know if that that's kind of genderless maybe I don't know but she appears to be female and like I'll call or speak to this person and she'll say everything that I was gonna say and like how did you know how, 
How did you just know everything that I was just going to say? Like what? And to the point where like, it's weird or like, ah. I'll be, I'll be listening to this person talk and be thinking something in my head, like as a reaction to say, and she'll start answering me. And I didn't even verbalize it yet. And I'm like, what? And just the way you feel about this person. And like, I don't know, like, and just, and like, and in a moment of like trauma or whatever, like this person puts their body in front of your body, like to protect you for some, like, just where you're like that. I'm not, this person's like different. You know, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, wait, now we see now we got to have you on again just to talk about this stuff. Um, so give everybody the, your the social media stuff and everything before we go so that they have it so they can get you. But we're playing your new track right after this. This is awesome, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, I'm at Victoria Damar on Twitter and Instagram. Um, my website's just victoriadamar.com. Um, Look for Righteous Cunt this fall and uh, a comedy called Sharp Stick that I do have a release date. Actually, if you're in New York or L.A., you can check it out in theaters. Actually, July 29th, it hits nationwide theaters August 5th. And then you can check it out digitally everywhere for everyone everywhere. Um, I think it's August 16th. So you can look for that. And uh, I'm also on YouTube. Um, Death by Kisses is my YouTube channel. Oh. All right, we'll check that out. Thanks for coming on again. Thank we're you. Gonna have, we're gonna have you on again. Why don't you have you on like a regular? It'll be like old Carson. Oh man, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You betcha. We'll talk to you soon, Victoria Demar. We will talk Thank to you, you soon. So much. You're the greatest. Talk to you, buddy.
that yeah we're here we got coming in at number 10 off of the set list as voted on by the people jack mystery with mascara number nine is saturate with light the match number eight against the sun back to ruin number seven the psychos of soul like you used to number six post profit with smother number five michael four days turn and fall Number four, The Stolen Moans, Poonam 2. Number three, Emelina, The Night We Almost Got Sober. Number two, Carly Jewel, Trouble We Are. And number one, Again, there's a little Chris Jericho there. Again, Again. Blackout Orchestra with tongues. Check it out every week. Your top F and 10. You can vote for it at the TullyDioShow.com. Yeah. There's a ticker somewhere. You'll see. Yeah, check it. It's pretty sweet. Pretty yeah. sophisticated. Outlaws of Rock. We had a good time. We'll Drink see you beer. guys next week. Talk to you guys next week with sweet new tracks. Have a great weekend, everybody. Big beers and cheers. Big beer. Well, this is a medium beer, but either way. That's one. still nice. It's a nice sized beer. It's better than no beer. Yeah, that's true. A little bit, a little bit blue moon. Blue moon's back. It is. It's a summer brew. It is. I've been trying. I've been thinking about a shock top lately. You know what? I'm bringing them over next week. How about that? Them are they're good. You just I love can't do shock too many. Top. You can't do too many. They're like Seagram's Golden Mine Rollers. <laughs> they're too sweet. It's like getting a Barrel and James. You know? Is that? I got drunk on pictures of them one time and absolutely was destroyed the next day. That will annihilate your life. I was crawling the yep. next day. Crawling, hungover. I'll do it. I'll fucking do it, man. It's me, Tully Dio. And I'd like to thank the people that make the Tully Dio show possible. First of all, me, Tully Dio. It's my show. Second of all, my partner in crime, Madman Matt. We got our executive producer, Amy Goldberg, and our associate producer, James Chabelle. The Tully Dio show. Two weeks? Yeah, it's been like fucking a week. We missed one week. This is that would have sucked though.
Hey, we missed two weeks, yeah. No, we didn't. It's just been one week. It's been one week. I feel like it's like a long time like because we years. really like to fucking do the show. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the future. It's the future.
summer that hit. 